My name is Sean, aka Prep Mode, and this is another episode of Beards with Beers. Today, my guest is Ryan Gore, the president of the Derby City Whisker Club. We're going to be talking to him about his club, himself, the upcoming Whisker Mania 4 event on January 26th, and area breweries and beers from Louisville, Kentucky. Speaking of beers, today I will be drinking the Sierra Nevada Coffee Stout. Comes in the current variety snow pack that they are selling in your local liquor or grocery store, depending on where you live. And it is a really tasty beer. A very dark, uh, roasted malts. Uh, definitely, uh, you definitely taste the, the hints of coffee, chocolate, and even caramel in it. So it's a very smooth stout. I love stouts. This one is great. I really kind of wish this was a year, year-long offering but I will enjoy it as a seasonal. So with that being said, let's take it on over to the interview. All right, Ryan, uh, you are the president of the Derby City Whisker Club, correct? Yep. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, about myself or the club? or Let's start with you. All right, uh, so I'm uh, based out of Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I have, uh, this is about to, uh, Going to my fourth term as president of the Derby City Whisker Club. Um, see, I have been, I've had a beard for a little over five years. Uh, I've been part of the competitive uh, beard community for about five years now. Uh, I'm actually recently was just voted uh, vice president of the North American Competitive Beard and Mustache Alliance also. Excellent. And uh, how did you originally get into bearding? Um, honestly, uh, I started growing a beard, um, uh, just to kind of change things. You know, I was, um, uh, you know, kind of a shy guy looking for something to change or something, something new. Um, then one day I go uh, to a bar and a guy comes up to me and is like, Oh, Hey, you know, uh, a part of this beard club, you know, you should come out and ha- uh, come and hang out. So I ended up going to one of their meetings and kind of got hooks, hooked on it. Excellent. So you also mentioned that you're the vice president now of the Alliance. Yes. How did that come about? Um, so I've been, uh, so our club has been part of that group for about uh, two years now. Uh, I went to their first Great American uh, Beard Mustache Championships in Denver. Uh, had a really good time, learned more about the group, uh, and wanted the, our club to be part of it, just to kind of get that national recognition. Uh, then the uh, they do uh, voting uh, every two years, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should try out for the vice president. Uh, you know, I'd like to be part of the bigger picture. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, ran. Uh, had some ideas I uh, put out there and seemed like people liked it. And uh, I was voted one of uh, four vice presidents. Wow. Now, when did those elections take place? Uh, for the vice president, it, it was uh, earlier this month. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I remember seeing that they just had elections. I Yeah. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So you said this is your fourth term now as the president of the Derby City Whisker Club. Yep, uh, served two terms consecutively, took a year off, uh, just finished my third, and uh, starting, so starting January 1st will be my fourth term. Wow. And um, 
can you tell us a little bit about the history of the Derby City Whisker Club? Yeah, uh, so it started off, uh, it was basically, a fa- started off as a Facebook page. Uh, this guy, uh, Austin Lunn, uh, he had ex- uh, some exposure to it, experience with it when uh, he was uh, lived in New Jersey and he li- moved down here. Uh, so he started kind of a Facebook page, and then he actually linked up with another fella, Patrick Fetty, um, who is the uh, he's won a bunch of world championships and for his mustache. Uh, he's uh, he actually knew about the whole bearding competitive bearding community. You know, he's went to competitions and he lived down here, and they kind of linked up. Actually, had their first meeting. Uh, so this is before I joined up, uh, and it was just kind of a monthly thing. You know, hey. Uh, meet up, meet some new people who are also into beards, occasionally travel to different competitions together and stuff like that. Uh, then you know, I come aboard and, you know, I'm, I'm, I love this group, great group of guys. And, you know, I want to see it grow and everything like that. So I get more involved, uh, you know, help, you know, uh, help write their uh, coat of arms uh, and everything like that. And, uh, came up to elections, uh, the former president, Austin, nominated me to be president. So you have been in, you've been with the club now for how many years? Uh, I mean, a little over five years. Five years. And then what year, do you know what year the, the I guess the, originally the Facebook site started? The club uh, officially began in 2011. Gotcha. And you do have at least one member that is a, Former world champion, correct? Uh, he is—he is actually the current world champion too. Oh, current, he's okay. Three, he's a three-time world champion in uh, English-style mustache, um, and then we also have one member, uh, uh, the past worlds in Austin, Texas. He got third in the uh, short beard natural category too. So we got a couple. Yeah, we got a couple champions. Excellent. So, what are some of the competitions that you guys travel to? Uh. For the most part, they're regional. The fortunate thing about Louisville, Kentucky, is we're very central to a lot of other cities. Um, in other cities, you know, they have their own competitions. So, like, we're an hour and a half away from Cincinnati, Ohio. They have uh, – Beard Barons have their competition every year. Uh, Lexington, Kentucky, there's a, a competition or two there every year. Richmond, Kentucky, which is uh, Beard and Loathing uh, in Richmond, Kentucky, which is actually the longest-running – continuous uh, beard, uh, I guess, beard competition in Kentucky. Uh, you know, you've got Nashville only two and a half hours away, St. Louis about four hours away, three and a half. Um, you know, we travel up to, uh, you know, the Cleveland area. Um, yeah. just And then we, you know, this year we actually, a bunch of us travel to, um, Richmond, Virginia, for the Great America, uh, the second Great American Beard Mustache Championships. Uh, we had about nine members who uh, went out to that, which was awesome. Uh, when Worlds happened in Austin uh, a couple years ago, or a year and a half ago, uh, we had about six members head down there for that. Uh, I personally, you know, me and a buddy, we drove down to Austin, Texas for their Come and Shave It this year. Uh, I went to uh, Charleston for the Southeastern Championships this year for the first time. That was great. Uh, yeah. So you're definitely hitting up a lot of the major U.S. competitions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, one thing about uh, 
kind of this whole competitive bearding world is it kind of gives me reason to travel. Uh, and it hel- and it definitely helps too, you know, traveling in groups that keeps the cost down, you know, sharing, you know, hotel rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, although I currently live in Alaska, I'm originally from Seymour, Indiana, which is uh, just about 45 minutes north of Louisville, uh, oh, yeah. Kentuckyana, if you will. And uh, yeah, so I've got I've got mad love for Louisville. So I, I definitely I've never had a bad experience with Louisville. I've only met friendly, super friendly people from Louisville. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a great community there. And I could understand, you know, like finding other beardsmen that you enjoy traveling with and competing with. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we had a couple uh, members um, from who came down from Seymour, uh, George and Megan, uh, Megan Naper. Uh, I don't know if you ever ran into those. Guys. You know, I, I honestly, I have been because uh, after, after Seymour, after I graduated, I uh, moved to New York, then down to Austin, and now I'm up in Alaska. So it's it's been a while. So I, I honestly, unfor- I unfortunately don't know any of the current bearders in Seymour, oh. but. But I do know as far as what you're saying, as far as location and the close proximity to so many other cities that do have beard competitions. It's a really great location. Yeah. 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 Speaking of competitions, Whisker Mania 4, January 26th. Please tell us more about it. Yeah. uh, So this is obviously our fourth uh, Whisker Mania. Uh, We're coming off our biggest year ever this past January. Uh, we had over 400 people attend, uh, 185 competitors. You know, we're hoping to keep that momentum going for uh, this coming one. You know, we're exactly a month away as we're talking right now. So, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So, uh, I, I know, first off, I know that Louisville has a history in the pro wrestling uh, scene and community. Uh, and I yeah. also pieced together that you said this is your fourth term and this is Whisker Mania 4. So was Whisker Mania a uh, part of your idea as president? Yeah, a little bit. Like, uh, you know, the club had been around for a while and we had never done our, uh, never done a big competition. We've done these little small ones. Uh, so, but come, like first thing coming into my first term is people wanted to do a big competition. And... For a long, for a while, I had an idea of doing something called like the Louisville Beard Rumble, uh-huh. and being somewhat like wrestling themed. But I think in the conversation, the name Whisker Mania came up, uh, so we kind of just went with that. So I'm guessing you're a big wrestling fan. Yeah, uh, not. I mean, I watch here and there now, but you know, after I was really big into it when I was in middle school, uh, then lapsed uh really didn't pick it back up until after i graduated college i had a bunch a few buddies who uh would travel to uh ohio valley uh wrestling um here in louisville you know there's they have a facility actually down the street from where i work now and it's about five bucks you know it was like free at the time so we would go every wednesday just for something to do and then i started watching wwe again getting really big to it and then we would travel uh, to different like we would travel to Chicago and Cincinnati uh, for different wrestling stuff and uh, yeah like I love I love watching it live and going to events so um, yeah so I, ha- I had that history with wrestling and stuff like that that's cool yeah because I know that uh, Jim Cornette is from Louisville Kentucky and like you mentioned OVW 
Uh, when I was a kid, on Sunday mornings, we had CWA, uh, the federation that Jerry Jarrett had started. You know, we had Jerry Lawler, Jeff Jarrett, you know, all those guys. So definitely, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of fun wrestling history. And like you said, OVW, you had to see some major, major players come through there at the time. Yeah, uh, I think the two people I know of uh, that came uh, out of there when I was watching, it was like, if you remember Ryback, uh-huh. uh, at the time he was doing like just a straight Terminator uh, gimmick. Uh, I think he did a promo with just, just some random kid that was supposed to be John Connors. Uh, God. There's that one group It's uh, like the I can't think it's a tag team and they're like uh, and it's, I mean it's been a couple of years. I don't watch it regularly but they were like kind of like the dark evil guys. Uh, one of the guys, I think Victor was his name. Uh, the Ascension. The Ascension, yeah. So Victor, he was he was uh, uh, another ta- uh, tag team down there uh, for a while. Nice. So back to Whiskermania Four. Tell us, what do you have lined up for this competition? Um, I mean, it's going to be a lot, a lot of the same what we did last year. You know, we uh, we dropped a category, uh, but we're bringing back the tag team championships, which was a huge hit. Last year, you know, we're doing the championship belts again as our trophies. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're starting tomorrow. Uh, you know, we're going to start revealing our judges. We have a great, uh, great lineup of judges this year. Uh, you know, we uh, we'll have some vendors, uh, raffle, vent t-shirts. Uh, we're, you know, uh, if, if you ever seen pictures, uh, one thing we do is we ha- actually have a wrestling ring that we build off the stage that, you know, when someone, when they, when they come out to be judged, you get to jump, you get to cl- uh, get in the ring, get your, uh, get people to take pictures of you and all that kind of stuff. So that's always exciting. That's awesome. Can you give us any insight onto the judges you have? Um, so we, uh, we have a good amount of judges, you know, kind of from all over. We have some, uh, some from the north, someone from the Midwest here, a few people from the south, uh, one person very, very south, um, you know, representing a good, uh, you know, most, uh, see, you know, a lot of them, you know, national champions, you know, have placed in national championships and world competitions and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, uh, we have a good group of people. Can you give us a rundown of the categories? Yeah. Uh, so starting with uh, mustache, uh, we're doing uh, the natural and the styled mustaches. Uh, partial beard. We have chops, goatee, Amish, uh, and freestyle. Uh, in the past, we've done like uh, partial beard with style mustache. We've actually dropped that one. Uh, in, in the um, uh, Whiskerina um, categories, you know, we're doing creative and realistic. Uh, in the beard categories, uh, we have you know natural beard uh, from you know four inches to the huge beards, and that's broken out. Uh, we have freestyle beard, and then we're kind of. Something we have been doing the past few years that we're keeping going is we have two different full beard with style mustache categories. 
So we have one that's uh, under five inches for people with shorter beards and then one over five inches. Nice. So uh, you mentioned the tag team division. Can you tell us a little bit more about the tag team? Yeah. Uh, so the tag team one, um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more costume focused. Uh, but you know, it's not, it's not so much, you know, pigeonholed to like, you know, you have to uh, dress as a wrestling tag team. That is an option. People have uh, done that. It's always awesome. But you know, you, we've seen, you know, whiskerinas who tribute beards to other like competitors. That's okay. Or just people who just kind of make up their own, uh, tag team or just group costume, couples costume, you know, all that's, all that's allowed. And, you know, we highly encourage that. And you are working with the charity for this event, correct? Yes, we are working with the uh, uh, veterans charity, Active Heroes. Uh, this is our fourth year working with them. We've worked with them every year. They're a great charity that uh, works to help, uh, basically to help eliminate suicide with veterans and active, active duty uh, military personnel. Yeah. So outside of the competition itself, do you have any... Uh, like pre-party events or after-party events? Uh, yes. So we are. We have a few uh, few things up our sleeves. Uh, we haven't announced them just yet. We're just finalizing the details, but we definitely will have a pre-party uh, that Friday night, and we'll definitely have a brunch the next uh, next day. We're just uh, getting the fine-tuning those details before we release it. Of course. Uh, so what is the cost for not only – people who want to register for the competition, but for people who want to attend the competition? Uh, it's $15 across the board. Uh, we do that intentionally uh, because, you know, someone may come and uh, on the fence about competing, but, you know, you pay the same price. You don't have to pay extra. You know, you might as well compete. Yeah, definitely. So let's switch gears a little bit and talking about Louisville, Kentucky, to tell you how long it's been since I've spent time in Louisville, Ear Ecstasy was still in business. Okay. So, yeah, so it's it's been a while since I've, like, gotten to really spend time in Louisville. So what are some of the breweries and some of your favorite beers from the Louisville area? Um, so I'll say, like, breweries, you know, I'm always a fan of Against the Grain. Uh you know, their actual uh, head brewer was one of our judges for the first Whiskermania. Uh, they recently just released their Bowen Luke uh, Imperial Stout. Uh, you know, that was really good. We had we had a brunch there, like the club had a brunch there uh, last month, uh, and that was that was a good time. Um, Goodwood Brewing uh, went. We went there right after we went to uh, uh, Against the Grain. Goodwood is formerly BBC. Um, and, you know, I had a really good, uh, blonde beer there. I really liked, uh, other breweries, uh, Malwad, uh, which is actually in the basement of our venue. So it's, it's a separate company, but it is right below, uh, us. Um, they have a nitro stout. I get every, I get there. That I really like, um, greatly burning, uh, more recent one that's opened, uh, great, just beautiful, just building it in itself. Um, I like their cherry bomb beer, which is like a cherry stout that is delicious. Excellent. And so do you have a process for people who are interested in becoming members of the Derby City Whistle Club? Um, 
So all our events are open to anyone. Uh, if you find, you know, the event and, you know, for doing our monthly meeting or for just doing kind of like a hangout and we have an event page, you know, all those events are open to anyone to come. Um, you know, we're, we're not very restrictive on that part. Um, we do have like a registered member status. Uh, and what that is, is uh, if you go to three meetings, you buy a T-shirt or three events and you buy a T-shirt then you're what we call a registered member. Uh, and really the benefits of that is we have a secret Facebook group for all our registered members to keep kind of communications open. Uh, and also, you know, we do our elections every year. So if you want to run or vote, you have to be a registered member. Um, then we have, uh, we have an associate member uh, status, uh, which is, uh, you know, you're allowed in that secret group, but you, you, you can't vote. But that's more for people who live, like, far away outside of Louisville. So we have we have someone who lives about two hours away in southern Indiana. We actually have one person who lives in St. Louis um, who wants, you know, they want to be part of the club, but they can't really participate as much. But So we have that status for them. So considering that, like, I myself am in Alaska, if someone is a bit further away from Louisville but would like to be involved in the club, what – for example, could they could someone like that do? Um, you see, we we still have like the three uh, meetings and like the t-shirt thing attached to that. Uh, you know, uh, those members you know, uh, they you know they come up to Whiskermania and stuff like that. Uh, so you know they kind of uh, get that. But like we're always willing to work with people if, if someone's interested. We'll try. Uh, we can try to work stuff out. And how often do you meet? Uh, we meet, we've been meeting actually twice a month. Uh, we do a kind of a regular monthly meeting, which is, we've always done that. And then we add it on kind of like a pub night, uh, mostly just to add, a, add something so people, you know, people can hang out more and, uh, you know, get around the town more. Cause our business meetings tend to be always at this one pizza bar, uh, bar, uh, called Zaw's Pizza. Uh, they have a back room where the pool table is. It's perfect just to have private meetings at. Um, so we tend to meet there every month, but like we do that pub night to kind of go uh, move around town. So if there's someone out there who's listening who is, in, is into bearding and thinking about competitive bearding, uh, what could you tell them about the Derby City Whisker Club that could persuade them to come and be more involved and become a member? Well, I mean, I would say we, you know, we're a great bunch of guys. Uh, you know, and we don't uh, have super requirements. Like, you don't have to have a big beard. You don't really have to have a beard at all. Uh, if you just want to come and hang out, we're very welcoming. Welcoming. We're very personable. Uh, come out. You know, just hang out. Uh, get a feel if you're interested. Come out more. Uh, and then uh, we always. We always recommend going to at least one competition, you know, either ours or traveling with us. You know, if they want to travel somewhere, like, you know, just ask around, like, hey, is anyone going to this competition? There might be someone. Uh, you know, you can share rides and all that kind of stuff. All right. And do you have anything else you would like to add about Whiskermania 4? Uh, we're, you know, we're, as of this, as this recording, we're a month away. You know, if you're, uh, if you want to come, you know, definitely check it out, you know. We're, you know, we've been uh, said to be one of the largest growing ones in the country. Uh, it should be a good, it's going to be a good time. So, and Louisville's a great place. So, yeah, uh, come out. 
How can people register or contact you? All right. Uh, if people would like to register for the competition, uh, if you go to the Whisker Mania 4 event page, there is a link to Eventbrite. Uh, and if you're on Eventbrite, you can search Louisville and Whisker Mania 4. Um, so you can go there to buy your tickets. And the way you buy tickets is we have multiple uh, multiple tickets corresponding with the category. And so if you want to come, you know, you buy a ticket for your category. Uh, it'll ask, you know, ask for your name, uh, club affiliation, that stuff. And if you want to buy pre-order a t-shirt, a t-shirt, you can do that. Uh, if you're spectating, you just do it by a spectator ticket. Uh, and if for some reason you need to change your category, you can do day of. Um, to contact us, you know, just come, uh, go to our Whisker, uh, Facebook page, Derby City Whisker Club on Facebook and just, uh, message us. And we try, we try to get back as, uh, quickly. What can we look forward to in 2019 from not only the Derby City Whisker Club, but from the Alliance? Um, I think uh, in terms of the Derby City Whisker Club, you know, we're going to continue to try to get out more, uh, hit up uh, different competitions. I myself, are, I'm, I'm going to try to go to like a West Coast competition this year. Uh, and I know another member of ours uh, is trying to, too. Uh, in terms of the Alliance, you know, we have a good... We have a good, solid uh, group of people in the uh, on the on the board, uh, you know, looking to help really expand uh, bearding across the U.S., uh, giving pe helping give people those tools and ideas they need to need. Uh, and then, you know, coming in at 2020, we have the uh, third um, Great American Beard Mustache. Uh, championships. Uh, it's going to be uh, in Snowbird, Utah, uh, which is right outside of uh, Salt Lake City. Uh, so that's really exciting. Have you been to Snowbird, Utah? I have not. Uh, that uh, That is actually a competition or at least a location I'd really love to. Uh, the Salty States do it in the, the location uh, every year. Uh, and it, From my understanding, it's a all-inclusive uh, ski resort. Uh, it's going to be there. You know, you have your hotel and everything uh, there. Uh, you know, I'm definitely was one of those like uh, I'd really wanted to go to, and it just happened. They just won. They won the bid uh, for the next one. So we kind of, you know, uh, I've been going to the Great American Beard Mustache Championships every year, which is only been two, but want to continue to support that, obviously. So I get to support that uh, competition and uh, go to a place I've always wanted to. Yeah, the, the pictures of the venue look absolutely amazing. And I know yeah. those guys have been doing amazing things in Utah, you know, so I, I'm really excited. I, I hate to say I wish it was 2019 instead of having to wait to 2020. Yeah, uh, we try to correspond with uh, the uh, world championships. So they do theirs, then we do ours next year. Speaking of the world championships, uh, is anyone from the club going to Belgium? Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, I think at the moment we have about, I want to say, up to eight different members planning on going. Uh, I, you know, I fortunately I I can't make it, but I hear people talking about like their travel plans and everything. That's gonna be really exciting. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, you know, uh, I would say you know, bearding is a really positive place. Uh, you know, definitely try to look up. If there's a beard club close to you, uh, see if they have meetings. Go out, meet people. You know, try, if there's a competition near there, try to come out. 
talk to people, meet people. You know, it's a great community. And Ryan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Ryan Gore, the president of the Derby City Whisker Club. Thank you, Sean. In the two days following the interview with Ryan, the Derby City Whisker Club has announced the first two judges for Whiskermania 4. The first is Natalie Johnston from the Holy City Beard and Mustache Society. She is one of the premier whiskerinas in the country. The other judge is Taylor Weldon, the vice president of the Austin Facial Hair Club. And if you know of his reputation, you know it's going to be a party when Taylor's on the scene. So make sure to follow the Derby City Whisker Club for more information on other judges, as well as events surrounding the main event, Whiskermania 4. Before I answer some questions, I'm going to tell you about the next beer I'm going to be drinking. It is the Sierra Nevada Winter Warmer. It's a lager, and to be honest, the best way I could describe it is a lager version of the Celebration. So every year, Sierra Nevada puts out their, their winter seasonal beer is the Celebration. And if you've had that, which I hope you have, because it's fantastic, this is truly like a, to me, it seems like a lager version of that ale. So check it out for yourself. It again comes in the Sierra Nevada snow pack, and uh, it's quite tasty. It definitely does help keep you warm in the winter. With that being said, I truly want to thank everyone who's been listening to the podcast and checking out the YouTube channel with not only the interviews with video of the interviews from the podcast, but the product reviews. I've had a couple of questions since starting this that keep coming up. The first question is, what is prep mode? Well, uh, I originally started off as a vinyl DJ and turntablist back in the 1990s. And I started off as DJ Simple Simon. And then as time progressed, I progressed and I evolved and I got more into competitive turntablism, uh, going to like the DMCs and Guitar Center spinoffs, things like that, and working more, you know, working more of a multi-genre angle than just being focused on one specific type of music or one specific style. And so when I did that, when I did expand, I decided the name DJ Simple Simon didn't really fit me anymore. So I came up with the name Prep Mode. And from there, I moved to Austin, Texas, where I continued on with the name Prep Mode and worked with not only companies like H&M, Vans, uh, Nintendo, things like that, doing uh, like corporate events, corporate work, uh, special special parties, things like that. Also doing concerts like ACL, um, Wakarusa Music Festival, things like that. Um, but I also worked with Wrench and the band Gangsta Grass. And you may know Gangsta Grass because Gangsta Grass is Emmy nominated for the theme song for the TV show Justified. And I have done the scratch work for multiple albums for Wrench, multiple albums for Gangsta Grass. I've gotten to do shows with Wrench and Gangsta Grass from in Texas all the way to the Netherlands. And you can definitely, I'll give you a side note here, check out wrenchaudio.com and you can hear some more of my work with Wrench and Gangsta Grass there. And then I started doing cruise ships. 
And because of because of the because of the notoriety from working with Gangster Grass and working with Vans and all these companies like that, cruise ships started booking me as a quote unquote celebrity guest DJ. So I would do two weeks to a month on a cruise ship. And I always wanted to come to Alaska. And I finally had the chance to do cruise ships doing the southeast of Alaska. And from the first time that I woke up in the morning, got my coffee, and went outside on that cruise ship, I realized that Alaska was where I wanted to be. Quick facial hair story. At this time that I was doing cruise ships, for part of the time, I had uh, what some people would call the sheriff. It was the mustache that extended from the from the top of the lip down the sides and it was it was fairly full I mean it was it was a nice full sheriff style mustache and I worked for the company that is uh, let's just say that the the mouse we'll call it the mouse and I worked for the mouse and they did not like it and did not ask me to come back after my first contract with them because I refused to shave off my mustache and they felt I looked like a villain in one of their movies. So keep that in mind if you are a big fan of the mouse uh, that they did not really, that, that, that if you have a facial hair, especially like the sheriff, then you obviously must be a villain. Um, Maybe that's where the bearded villains got their club name idea from. Which leads me to the second question. Why are you doing a beard podcast? Well, after first discovering my love for Alaska, I decided to move to Alaska in 2014. And when I first moved here, I decided to try to bring together local beardsmen who were interested in discussing beard products, competitions, traveling for competitions, things like that. And I threw a competition in December of 2014, which is where I met Adam Bruck, the president of the South Central Alaska Beard and Mustache Club. Unfortunately, following the event, the other people that I met locally at the competition were not as eager to form a club as I was. And that was quite discouraging to me for a while. But... I still had a great desire to be a part of the bearding community as a whole. So I thought about other ways that I could become involved. And it is definitely more difficult to become involved here in Alaska for two major reasons. It takes a long time to enter and leave Alaska and it's quite expensive to enter and leave Alaska. Since moving to Alaska, I have gotten a position in elementary education working with special needs kids. And that doesn't allow me to have the extensive amount of freedom in my flexible schedule as being a DJ and turntablist did. So it makes it hard for me to just pack up and do a weekend trip to the lower 48 to be a part of a competition. But I knew there had to be another way. And I was thinking about how I enjoy watching videos on Facebook and YouTube about beard products and different techniques for uh, beard styling, things like that. Also listening to, for example, the Beardcaster, 
which is another podcast out there. And I'm not afraid to shout out another podcast. I've got love for you, Scott. And uh, there's not enough of this media for me as far as listening to interviews with other competitors and product company owners, things like that. And I enjoy listening and hearing about these products, not just seeing a video that someone has put together, like a quick review video, which, like I said, I've now started to do myself. But I started doing that myself because those videos have helped me make decisions on products that I now love. And if those videos can help others to find products they love, then it's better for everyone. Same thing with the podcast. Just like with the Beardcaster, and I know there are other podcasts out there, but I enjoy listening to people who are involved in the clubs, people who are out there competing, people who are out there experimenting and making new products. I enjoy hearing them tell their stories and talk about their products or their competitions or things that they are doing for charities in their area. And I just feel like there's not enough media out there for people like me, who are interested in that. Sure, you know, we, we had Whisker Wars for a while, but, I mean, even now, I mean, I mean, try finding the second season of Whisker Wars. Good luck. You know, it's just, there's just not a lot out there for us. And I felt that this is a way that, even though I'm detached from a lot of the lower 48, it's a way that I can still be involved and help contribute to not only... The, the, the competitions, you know, help promote the competitions, uh, which will inevitably help promote the charities and help, you know, hopefully help make money for the charities, uh, but also help expose people to new competitors and new products and things they've, they haven't heard of before. And if I can do that, then, and if only a couple people listen and appreciate it, then I feel successful in what I'm doing. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Beards with Beards. Uh, before we sign off, we're going to go through and give you the beard competition report. On January 12th, the May Day Beard Celebration and Competition in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and that is hosted by May Day Brewing. On January 19th, we have the OKC Beard and Mustache Bash, and that is hosted by the OKC Beard Club, and that is in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. On January 26th, we've got Whiskermania 4. You just heard the interview with Ryan about that one. And that is hosted by the Derby City Whisker Club in Louisville, Kentucky. And we also have Bands, Beards, and Brews. And that is at Klondike Mike's in Palmer, Alaska, hosted by AK Lady Barber. On February 16th, we have Love is in the Hair. And that is uh, hosted by the Mercer County Facial Club. And that is in Salina, Ohio. And February 23rd, Come and Shave at 13, hosted by the Austin Facial Hair Club. And that is, of course, in Austin, Texas. Make sure to follow me on all of your favorite social media sites. Facebook, you can find me at uh, Beards with Beers. Uh, Twitter, we're Beards, W-T-H, Beers. Uh, Instagram, Beards with Beers Podcast. And look us up on YouTube, subscribe. Make sure to check out all the product review videos, listen to the podcast. You can find the podcast on uh, your Apple device and podcast store, or you can also listen to us on soundcloud.com forward slash beards with beers. Thanks for checking us out. Remember, respect your beard. 
don't drink and drive.